Dancing Bear Enlightenment Academy Holistic Spiritual Transformation Podcast. Today, our guest is Paige Spears, who is a brain injury concierge. Uh, her brain injury, she is a brain injury resource concierge business idea came from her own search for effective natural options after an anoxic, is that how you say it? A-N-O-X-I-C? Yeah. Brain injury with a likely cause of pharmaceutical intended to treat anxiety building up over 12 years. Wow. And leading to blood clots in her lungs. Her pathology is let everyone know all of their options and there's more available. That's really serious. Um, I, I assu assume anoxic means it was lack of oxygen to your yeah. brain. Wow. And it created a blood clot in the lung. That just sounds horrific. Um, so today you're going to talk about restoring emotional balance non-pharmaceutically. And you're going to help tell us our, your story. So please, yes, tell us the story. It sounds like quite a journey. Yeah. What would have helped the anxiety that cropped up in 2004, initially 2003, 2004, it would have been a lot better had I had nutritional psychiatry available, and that could have given me the supplements and nutrition that could have helped to balance out my neurotransmitters and even out my moods rather than the anti-anxiety medications prescribed at the time. And uh, I granted it was originally prescribed by a family practitioner, and then I ended up going through a few others of those, like there was a nurse practitioner and an actual doctor. And then they, by the time I got to the nurse practitioner, they wanted to refer me to a psychiatrist to get things straightened out. And I, I did see two psychiatrists and then the prescriptions for the benzodiazepines kept getting renewed. And that really wasn't helping me. And then after a while, the the, uh, the last psychiatrist I saw actually got me the gene site test that gave the determination that I had genetic metabolization incompatibilities with the things that I've been taking for the better part of the last 12 years, including paroxetine. And also I'd been prescribed Diaz by the family doctor initially because I was anxious and my periods seemed irregular and that wasn't necessarily the case, but then the Yaz thrown in the mix too had its own risk of blood clots. Wow. Yeah, you know, when patients come to me, the first thing I do is look at the meds they're on and what are the side effects. And a lot of times the meds are worse than the condition. And there are other ways to treat it besides meds because the meds aren't treating it. They're just trying to mask the symptoms. Yeah. And also the antibiotics for acne also prescribed by the family doctor uh, oh, had a wow. detrimental effect on the microbiome. And then yeah. the antibiotics I had in 2005, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, that didn't help either. No, that wouldn't help. Yeah. <laughs> and the wisdom teeth, it, each, wis, each tooth in your mouth refers to a different part of the body. And your wisdom teeth are associated with the gut. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's better than having impacted wisdom teeth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. So um what what are the physical uh underlying imbalances that uh you found that that um was part of your issue uh, in the past that was it and that we just discussed about the microbiome being out of balance from the medications and yeah and nutritional psychiatry takes a different approach with well there there are different practitioners who call it different things but they have lab testing in common to determine nutritional deficiencies Yes, that's very important. Um, and today, with the kind of food we're getting, there's a lot of nutrients missing now that used to be in our food that just isn't there. So you have to go out of your way to make sure you're getting everything you need nutritionally. I've also made a point of, in the last seven years, certainly eating less processed things and mm-hmm. prepackaged things and mm-hmm. focusing more on on a whole plant foods. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, that's important. I've done the same thing. I make everything from scratch now. It's just too dangerous to. Uh, um, so you, you now help other people with brain injury, correct? Yeah. And also uh, eight months of twice weekly neurofeedback sessions was a considerable help also. Oh. And I also came back to my, my optimal weight after going off of all the anti-anxiety medications. Oh, yeah, they will make you gain weight, won't they? Yeah. Um, did you have any other symptoms you want to talk about or, or issues you had to deal with? Things I had to deal with in my recovery was uh, spasms in my lower left leg that started about a week after I got out of the rehab hospital. And that was something like six weeks post-injury. And it probably came in, at least in part, from the the OTs and PTs who, to be honest, just plain didn't know about the uh, developmental patterns that would have gotten disrupted in my brain and making it more difficult to walk and all the things that went on. And it was my functional neurologist who I started seeing in 2019 who could get to the root of things going on and gave me some exercises to rebuild the neuromotor pathways. And also my somatic practitioner who works with him also. And I I also see a myofascial release practitioner. And she has also recommended bringing in someone who works with stroke patients and kids with developmental issues. And you said a STERP practitioner? What was that? The myofascial release practitioner knows someone who works with stroke patients. Yeah, no, the one before myofascial, I didn't understand what that one was. Do you remember? Maybe it was a yep. stroke practitioner. Yeah. So they they treated you as if you'd had a stroke? 
Well, they they didn't quite, in general, they didn't quite know how to, what the most appropriate uh, course of action was for my case. Oh, so they were just referring you around to anybody trying to see if anybody could help? Is that it? Well, there was a little bit of that too, like the um, Rehab Institute of Chicago, now known as Shirley Ryan, and they were just prescribing muscle relaxers. And those didn't help either. No. Oh, wow. Well, so they didn't look at things like potassium and magnesium and calcium, because sometimes that'll cause those spasms. Yeah, nobody really ran much of the lab work until I started seeing my integrative medical practitioner local to me now. And they're the, the clinic with the store that I get all the supplements from. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, so um, what's your business idea and what's the origin of it? My business idea is to create a membership community for brain injury survivors and caregivers that will link to a directory of functional and integrative medical practitioners so they can meet and get the share the resources easier in a way that I would have liked to have for myself. I'm bringing my medical team creation into a business. Oh, nice. So you, you bring together clients, caregivers, and practitioners so that they can meet up with each other and connect. Yeah. Good. Is there a name for that? I'm calling the membership the Choose Greater Health Community, at least informally. My business name is Choose Greater Health LLC. Choose Greater Health. Okay, so um, we're going to put her um, uh, page, page's um, LinkedIn account uh, in in the below. I can't talk today. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'll be in the comments area below so that you can connect with her on LinkedIn. Uh, If you either have a brain injury or you're supporting someone with a brain injury or you're a practitioner who treats brain injuries, that way you can get connected. I think that's a really wonderful idea. Um, And this is a terrible thing you've gone through. And the thing that's a little scary to me is my niece. I've just spent a lot of time online trying to help her. She just found a blood clot in her lung. I just hope that um, she doesn't end up with a similar condition because she almost died. Um, so this is pretty serious when this kind of things happen and people. Yeah, I almost died too since I had a lot of small clots in my lungs. Although the blood thinners that everyone automatically gets in the ICU dissolved most of them. And I'm Monteralto for life. You're on them for life? Yeah, because oh. they supposedly can't tell what actually caused it. But there are other ways to thin the lo- blood besides using blood thinners, which are dangerous. Yeah, I've been looking for options. I just put a whole bunch of stuff together for my niece. There's all kinds of foods and essential oils and herbs that will thin the blood naturally. One of them is, is garlic and ginger which are also antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. Um, Good to know. In the blood. Yeah. If you just Google foods and essential oils that thin the blood, 
but I put together a whole paper for her. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send you a copy. And it's everything you can do because when you're on blood thinners, you cannot use those foods or essential oils or herbs. I remember one of them was you can't have mint tea. So when you're on blood thinners, those are the things you should not use. But if you want to get off the blood thinners, then uh, you, you need to wait a couple of weeks after you go off the blood thinners. But then you can use the essential oils, the herbs, the teas, whatever, to keep your blood thin. But the most important thing you can do is no sugar and no wheat. Mm -hmm. uh, because those thicken the blood. That's why diabetes are in trouble. They eat wheat, wheat, when you put it in your mouth, saliva turns wheat into sugar. So you might as well just eat the sugar. <laughs> but sugar and wheat thicken the blood. Yeah, I had some issues getting my um, getting my numbers to a good point when I took warfarin for a while. And so oh. it was tricky with eating any greens. Yeah, a lot of greens thin the blood. Greens are really good for you. Warfarin's probably one of the worst. That's that's rat poison. <laughs> that's one of the worst blood thinners there is. Coumadin and warfarin. They now have other blood thinners. Um, but I've had patients with blood thinners and the back of their hand would be purple. And you couldn't even needle the back of their hand because they had the, all the blood vessels were just leaking all over the place. It's not cool to be on blood thinners for any length of time so hopefully you can get off of them but yeah it's kind of scary because you don't want to get another blood clot either mm -hmm. so it's like wow so i think what you're doing is really great getting you know people that help and know what to do when people have had a blood clot and a brain injury and um, people that are caregivers who are probably scared and don't know what to do. And Yeah, and the, the promise of my membership is that I can get you in the room with the functional and, and integrative practitioners who can really find out the root of what's going on and will take you seriously. Nice, that's really nice. That was one of my niece's biggest complaints is people didn't take her serious. She was telling them what was wrong and they wouldn't listen. So that's really important. I, I don't know what's going on with medicine today. They've always done that with older folks, but now they seem to be doing it with everybody. So that's a great service that you're doing. So anyone out there, if, if you are a caregiver or you are a brain injury survivor or you're a functional medicine practitioner and you know how to help people with brain injuries, then please do a contact page. So again, uh, she has a LinkedIn. Um, if you know how to get to LinkedIn, go to LinkedIn. And she's P-E-E-R-S. And you can just go there and look her up and connect with her and um, connect anybody you know that has any kind of brain injury or is a caregiver for brain injury or a functional medicine practitioner. So that's really great, Paige. Do you have any closing arguments for, uh, arguments, <laughs> it's a court case. <laughs> Do you have any closing comments for people? What I just mentioned to you that I can get you in the room with the functional and integrated professionals who will take you seriously and know how to find out what's going on. That's really wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you for being one of our speakers today and being on such a great crusade to help so many people because I'm sure it's an underserved area. 
and thank you all for joining us and remember to be the light you want to see in the world. <laughs>